Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. In the words of LL Cool J, if you think you can outrhyme me, yeah boy, I bet. Cause I ain't met a knucklehead who can do that yet. Flight 785 in the house. My name is Kenyan, aka Dutch Chocolate. You guys already know that. I'm here with my lovely wife, Carrie. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Outstanding, outstanding, guys. We are here at Cedar Crest South, here in Southeast Texas, as I call it, Cedar Crest South south so you may ask what is cedar crest look it up look it up on your computer and you will find the cedar crest residence and you'll know what i'm talking about but welcome aboard to flight 785 once again guys welcome aboard it is a beautiful evening here in southeast texas current time 6 57 p.m on wednesday the 30th of march 2022 carrie are you ready I'm very ready. Guys, this is the show where I come up with a couple topics. I find some topics off the interwebs. We chop it up and we just talk about things that you may not have heard of. So it's a good it's a good look, guys. And then we also have Learn Something. Carrie, what do we have with Learn Something? So the Learn Something is going to be about the views of how children were shifted from being capable and responsible to the opposite over the last century. Is that right? Okay, yes. outstanding. And then we get into Abby is Not Right, which is my favorite segment of the show, where I go ahead and I pull a story and we chop it up from one of the advice columns. So it's a good look. It is a good look. And hey, check me out on my socials. Flight 785 on Twitter, Flight 785 on Instagram. Give me a follow, send me a message, or shoot me an email, flight785podcast at gmail.com. It is just that simple. So we always have to go into what we have been watching. So Carrie, what have we been watching? Tell us. I don't remember. I guess we watched The Courtship, but we quit that. We watched The Courtship, which was, was, we tried to give it a couple episodes, but it was no good. It was weird. The Courtship, a bunch of men dressed up in old English attire from the, what, 19th, 18th, 18th century or century. something, courting um, a woman. It was whack. It was weird. It was whack. What else? What else did we watch, Carrie? Can you think of anything um, else? No. Dynasty's back on. Dynasty um, is back we on. We did finish The Bachelor. I don't know if we went over that with the shocking conclusion well, of it conclusion. was shocking for you but not for me because my girl Susie won okay okay here we go <laughs> the bachelor went home with no one I'm no put it that the way. bachelor went home with Susie well actually just as planned no, no. I told you they were the match no he actually went home alone and then later on he linked up with Susie so oh, he a did, couple days he later. did go home alone but anyway a couple days later it's all right of, listen, he he's he's not worthy anyway. enough of that bachelor talk let's talk about what happened a few days ago at the oscars guys this is huge this is huge news it went worldwide 
I mean, it just it just was craziness at the Oscars. It was something that I never thought that I would see, something that I never thought would would happen, but it actually happened at the Oscars. And I mean, it it was trending worldwide. It was all over Twitter. It was all over, you know, everybody was talking about it. And what I am talking about was, I don't know if you all saw it or not, what it was, uh, who won uh, the best international feature film at the Oscars, Carrie. And there were some nominees. I didn't watch it. And well, the nominees were Flea, The Hand of God, Luna, A Yak in the Classroom, and The Worst Person in the World as well as Drive My Car. Those were the nominees for so, the best international feature so film. So I've tried watching Flea before. Yes. But I couldn't get into it. But I, I haven't heard of the others. I see. Well, this was crazy. <laughs> the winner was Drive My Car. Okay? Oh, of course. And I, I could not believe it because I was really rooting for a yak in the classroom. Okay. Is that a kid's so, show? You, you're going to have to watch it. A yak in the classroom. I, can't I think believe that we should th- try every one of them one episode. You know, that was the most shocking thing ever to happen. Those are going to be our life goals that, for, listen, the, that, for the that, next two weeks. That was one of the most shocking things ever at the Oscars. Probably the most shocking thing ever was that Drive My Car won and a yak in the classroom did not win. Was nominated. I, I was shaking. It was all over Twitter. Oh, just didn't win. That's all. Yeah, not they even didn't win. They didn't win. Okay, Okay. they they were nominated, but they did not win a yak in the classroom. Okay, I can't believe they even had that. All uh, you listen, and that's all they talked about. Twitter is still talking about, you know, drive my car and a yak in the classroom did not win. I think that was about the biggest news of the Oscars. You you know what? Enough of that Oscar talk, Harry. Are we done with Oscars? We're going to move on. We are going to move on, guys. We're going to move on to Houston, Texas, Gary. Houston, Texas, the fourth largest city in the country. So here's what happened. Okay. A woman remains on the run after police said that she snatched a man's Rolex watch and silver chain bracelet from his wrist while he was asleep at his North Houston home earlier this month. (laughs) <laughs> so let me paint the picture, okay? On March 4th, yes. The, yes, the man told police he was having drinks with a woman, mm-hmm. okay, who police said introduced herself as Victoria, mm-hmm. okay, at a bar, okay? okay? At some point, police said that the woman had asked the man if she could go home with him. Oh, my. George, the guy already? So this he let her in his house? Well, some rando? That, listen, Randa. the woman, you know, <laughs> I don't think, no, there's no such thing yes. as ra- In the no- Spanish language, <laughs> uh, is for females and okay, O no, is no. for males. Rick James. Okay, so, Randa. Okay, okay. <laughs> I learned something new, okay? So, a woman. No, that's my language. <laughs> okay, okay. A woman named Victoria wanted to go home with the gentleman. At some point. See, okay. Victoria. Yes. Randa. The man consented, and she followed him to his home, where they apparently had several more drinks. Oh, my. The man eventually fell asleep sometime later that night. When he woke up, police said he realized his Rolex GMT Pepsi and a silver bracelet were taken off from his wrist, valued at $21,500. The woman had also disappeared and was nowhere to be found. 
What else did he expect was going to happen? Police said the woman is between 28 and 38 years old, measured 5 foot 7, between 140 and 150 pounds, and has large tattoos on both of her thighs. Oh my. George, you can't get out of here. We need to check. She took off in a black colored Mercedes Benz. Was it his? No, no. It was her own Benz. Now I ask you guys. Maybe. I ask you, Carrie, what is going on here in Houston, Texas? What in the wide world of sports is going on? Okay. The gentleman goes to a bar. He meets a woman. She wants to go home with him, apparently, to have drinks. And I don't know, watch PBS, I guess. And next thing you know, he falls asleep and he wakes up. His watch and bracelet is gone. $21,500 is gone, Carrie. What say you? Well, if he wears that to the bar, of course she's going home with him. And of course it's going to be swiped. Yes. So listen. What more does he expect? Listen here, you lady out there in Houston. That's okay? wrong Between planning. Between 28 and 30 years old. Okay. Swipe or no swiping. This is ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> it's bad enough that you can't, you go to a bar and next thing you know, you go home and your stuff gets taken. And what do I tell the gentleman? Congratulations. You played yourself. Exactly. He played Not himself. Not to mention. Yes. Never mind. Okay. Okay. He played the germs himself. germs he brought home with him. Listen, homies. Okay. Don't play yourself. Okay. Don't go to yep. a bar. Don't play yourself. Do not go to a bar and have a, and a woman ask you to go home with you when you have a Rolex on and a expensive bracelet. I'm okay? sure he got more than, or he got Wait a more minute. than Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, he wakes up the next morning. Okay, he looks at his wrist, and guess what? Yes, he's probably just lying. My Rolex GMT is mad she left. Really? Is that what? So it's the man's fault. How does he have proof that she actually took it and he was actually wearing it? Well, I'm sure the surveillance video from the you know the bar will show that he was wearing sure it. Okay. i hope so and why would someone go through all the hassle of reporting it to police that they've they've because he wants their... to find her again he wants to find her he's in love he's not in love carrie. we're gonna hear a backstory to this i'm so sure guys carrie is the queen of reading into things i've told you guys <laughs> this before okay i'm rarely wrong what happened to you're always wrong what happened <laughs> no. to a you know what happened to be a fun night out turned into a robbery and the gentleman is the victim here, and you're making it out to be that he is not the victim, okay? This is ridiculous. It's a war on men. And to that gentleman, like I said before. Congratulations. You played yourself. He did. He played himself, okay? Don't play yourself, fellas. Do not play yourself. I'm telling you now. Moving on. Netflix wants you to talk to... Ugh. Netflix wants you to stop sharing your password with friends. And it's undertaking a new effort to try to stop you. Oh, my goodness, Carrie. Netflix, okay? The streaming service will soon launch a test directed at cracking down on password sharing outside of a user's household, okay? So Netflix says, we've always made it easy for people who live together to share their Netflix account with features like separate profiles and multiple streams in our standard and premium plans, okay? While these have been hugely popular, they have also created some confusion about when and how Netflix can be shared. As a result, accounts are being shared between households, impacting our ability to invest in great new TV and films for our members. Now, what say you, Carrie? What say you regarding Netflix? I they think are trying to crack baloney, down. Because if you're going to exclude from the household, 
what happens to the college students that are away? The parents are paying for it. Like, come on. Either you you want watch viewers or you don't want viewers. So what Netflix is doing is they are going to start in different countries. uh, Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru to start. And if Hit you, the poor nations first. No, I don't know about that. Okay, I don't know what the GDP <laughs> is at Costa Rica. But well, I'm what sure I do it's know is they're going to be charging about three dollars for those add-on accounts. So if you live in Peru and you have a Netflix account and you're trying to share your password with someone else, Netflix will charge you an additional three dollars. Well, guess month. what Let's I say. hear? You there's something called YouTube TV. I was thinking about trying it out. Screw Netflix. Okay, you know what? We're not here to make any enemies, Gary. You, you know we what? are not here to make Direct any. TV made an enemy out of me. Okay, we're gonna so move on. I'm gonna... <laughs> Listen, we can't get into the direct... The war of the streaming services is on. Listen, we're not going to get into the direct TV made an enemy out of me, okay? We're not going to do that this week, okay? Maybe we can save that for maybe in another two weeks. The direct TV made an enemy out of me. You're on board flight 785. This is ridiculous. Just, Just ridiculous. We need to move on. Just ridiculous. We need to move on. So we're going to move to Florida, Carrie. Florida men allegedly hacked gas pumps to get pennies on the gallon as prices continue to soar. It's a pump and dump scheme. Four Florida men were busted for installing devices inside gas pumps that dropped prices down to nearly nothing. An alarming trend that officials said will only spread with fuel costs soaring. The Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services said the suspects installed sophisticated pulsators inside pumps that regulate the price and the fuel flow. The devices sent per-gallon costs plunging down to just pennies and allowed pumpers to fill up almost for free. How? 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 Yes. They installed these pulsators into the pumps. and. But how it, does it change the price? Well, what it does is uh, it's a pulsator. It's electronic. And it changes the price down to pennies. And people were filling I don't up. Understand. Well, people were filling up, you know, filling up their tanks for almost free, for pennies on the gallon. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there was a gentleman, one of the gentlemen actually had a remote. And that remote was able to, you know, manipulate the gas pumps with his pulsator. So I say you to you, Carrie, what is what do you say on this? That's too technical for me. And if you can't answer my questions. Well, I think that these guys are modern day Robin Hoods. Okay. I believe uh-huh. that they are stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. What say you? What do you think about that? Um, I don't yes. know. I just need to know the technical por- portion of it, like how it happens. You need to know the technical portion of how it happens. Yes, because how can you control the price and the flow at the same time? Ain't nobody got time for that. I'm just reading the story coming from the New York Post, okay? That's exactly what they did. Now, if you'd like to ask these four gentlemen, they are currently in jail, okay? I would love to. They are in jail. They are in jail, but we need to find out. I'm sure they would love to pass on the information to spread the word. We need to find out how I can get my gas at pennies or nearly nothing because gas prices are entirely. Too expensive, especially when you have a big truck or a big SUV, Carrie. What say you? I agree. So I think that maybe I could 
get you on a first class play ticket on Spirit Airlines down to Florida to interview these gentlemen. No, let's drive. From, you know what? <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Gas we got time. We just don't got the money for this it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this, this is, you know what? We're going to move on. We need to move on to learn something, Carrie. We need to move on. Are you ready for learn something, Carrie? I am very ready for learn something. All right. What do we got? What do we got? Okay. So let me, we're, we're going to kind of have a philosophical talk here. Okay. okay. I know it's not your favorite. But okay. We're going to, we're going to shoot around some philosophical ideas. Okay. So when you are growing up, compared to how your children grew up or how things have evolved. Yes. What? What differences have you have you experienced? What differences between yes, how in your I grew wise up? world of wisdom, like how I've grown up and how, how my children have grown up? Yeah, and how you know, like when your parents grew up, like what what things have changed, and why do you think they have changed? Well, I think I think uh, you know that's a big that's a big question because it's a wide ranging question. But what I will say is with the you know, the invention of faster technology and more technology, mm -hmm. you can, things have been uh, more convenient, okay? Mm -hmm. You know, back in the day when you wanted to watch a movie, you'd have to go to Blockbuster mm -hmm. to rent a movie. Yes. And then you'd have to put it in your VCR and then you'd have to rewind it and, you know, take it back and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And nowadays you can just Were you allowed it. to go up, walk up to the video store to rent a video? Was I allowed to walk up to the video store? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can go to the video store, yeah. I mean, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah. I mean, like, when you're a kid, were you allowed to just go to the corner store by yourself? Absolutely. Or go to the video store? Yes. Absolutely. Would you allow your children to do that? Not at that age. No, not at that age. No, yeah. I, I would not. But yes, Blockbuster and, and the mm -hmm. cell phones, and you can just yeah. stream your, your music. And, you know, back in the day, you'd have to either listen to records or you would have to get a cassette tape and right. you know, put it in your boombox back in the day. So how magazines made their advice to parents has changed over the century. Okay. Per an article in Psychology Today, views of children have shifted from capable and responsible to the opposite. Okay. Uh, the main thing to learn is that children have less freedom to play and explore apart from adults. And how this contributes to how creative and inter their internal locus of control, which is when something goes wrong, they tend to blame or place a blame in other places okay. other than themselves. Right. They don't take credit for their blame. Yes. Children's mental health also declines. Okay. So the first part of this is children's public right to navigate on their own has vastly declined. Okay. Meaning, like an article in Parents Magazine dated in 1956, the discussion of the approval of the mother's decision to allow her five-year-old to walk to school by himself four blocks away from home. The article agreed that the child was of age to walk on his own to school and could be trusted to make the trip without an adult right. at that time. And it was encouraged that the child be interested in being independent. Right. Which was noted to be healthy and normal. Okay. Nowadays, if a five-year-old wanted to walk four blocks to school, it would be neglect, it correct? Would be ne yeah, yes. child endangerment, yes. So then it evolved in 1966. Good Housekeeping noted that a six- to eight-year-old 
could follow simple routes to school, be able to telephone a parent if they would be late, or call a policeman if they're lost, right? Call, call a policeman. Yes. From probably a call box or something in the yes, neighborhood. Okay. That we, we no longer have. Now, six to eight-year-olds probably have freaking cell phones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Six and eight-year-olds, they're going to coding camp and stuff. You know? <laughs> That's code, true. Code Ninja. Code Ninja. I know someone, uh, Sophia, she is big into that Code Ninja, ninja. stuff. Okay. She has her yellow belt in Code so Ninja. So their freedoms have changed. Yes. Virtual freedoms <laughs> Right. Shout out to Sophia. Yes. So from nine to 11 year olds, they should be able to travel by public bus and apply first aid when needed. Is that right? Yes. Do we see that nowadays? We do not. No, we do not. No, we do not. And then by the 80s, things began to change. Magazine articles began focusing on needing a guard and monitor and needing to guard and monitor our children. Uh, versus valuing children's independence. So now it's going to, you need to guard and protect and right. monitor your children. By 2006, Good Housekeeping led with articles titled, Are You a Good Mother? Oh. Saying, Do you watch and supervise your child pretty much all the time? Then the second part to this is children's independence at home began to increase in some ways over the 20th century. Needless to say, didn't latchkey come into effect right. later on? Right, latchkey uh, kids. Authority in the house in regards to what children ate, what they wore, their bedtime, and how children spoke to adults became more laxed. Children were allowed to have so-called rights and be able to make choices in personal matters. Yes. So the decline shifted from opportunities to do things without an adult supervision to more supervision needed. More control. Yes. So no wonder children lash out at their parents, right? <laughs> right. Well, that's what children do. But yes. <laughs> Yes, I in understand. 1946, the focus was on a child, children doing chores and being cooperative members of the household. Later, the focus shifted to homework and extracurricular activities, instead of the focus being on an integral, the child being an integral contributing manner member of the family. Okay. The differences in messages in the magazine articles became shifted from children being responsible for themselves to go places to parents being expected to take them. Yes, you need to take me to the mall or wherever. Yes. Right. Or the children were supposed to be responsible for the homework versus now the parents are responsible for monitoring their homework. Right, right, absolutely. Children early on could make their own choices, work part-time, and spend the money as they chose. As they chose. Later in the century, expectations were lowered for children to be responsible and that parents should be responsible for caring their children, helping them and with schoolwork, excuses, yes. chores, and contributing to their funds. I see. I um, see. So my question is, does the progression of decreased public freedom and independence to children uh, be less capable of being responsible for themselves? Well, you know what? I think it is a tricker, tricky, tricky, you know, subject. Okay. You have to raise your children the best way you can. And you want to give them the opportunities, but you also want them to work for the opportunities. And it's just a balancing act. It sure it, is. It is a balancing act. 
Because it's hard to decide what they're responsible for, what's safe in society now. I mean, I I always grew up thinking things evolved because of, it was more dangerous out in the public. Right, right, right. That, that was my understanding of why we were losing our independence as children well, as the we world grew has, up instead of gaining it. Well, the world has gotten a little bit more dangerous, but that's just the way of the world. Yes. So is that what we have for Learn Something? That is Learn Something. I just thought it was very interesting and wanted to share. Outstanding. Outstanding. We need to move on. We are going to get into my favorite portion of the show. That is Abby is Not Right, where I grab, you know, a... You know, a, a little, you know, a little something off one of the advice columns and we chop it up. So are you ready, Carrie? I'm ready. Here we go. Dearest Abigail, my boyfriend and I have gotten engaged and we are being married in a year or so. Everything about him is wonderful and I'm excited to share my life with him. Except for one worry. Uh-oh. I have been an animal lover my entire life. After living with him this past year with my two cats, I have slowly come to re- the realization that he absolutely loathes the idea of pets. Besides my inability to understand this, he has never had any bad experiences with any animals. It makes me question his compassion or lack thereof for all living things. All living things? Yes. That goes to some extreme. (laughs) What the heck? Yes. Yes, that's what she said. (laughs) She said... From not liking pets to all living things, so he doesn't like her? She says it makes me question his compassion or lack thereof of all living things. Okay? (laughs) That's what she said. Okay? I see. That's what she said. Okay? And she is asking, should this be a red flag worthy of reconsidering our engagement? Okay. Yeah. Now we need to see what Abigail has to say. And Abigail says, perhaps not everyone is an animal lover, but it's usually because they haven't had pets or been exposed to them. This does not mean they lack compassion for all living things. It simply means they haven't interacted with different species. However, (laughs) if you say your fiance absolutely loathes pets, If you plan to have animals in your household in the future, you must have some serious discussions about it and lay your cards on the table. If you don't deal with this now, it could be a deal breaker in the future. I was just going to say, there are deal breakers, you know. That's what Abby says. Now, I ask you, Carrie, what say you? What advice would you give What are your deal breakers? Well, we don't need to get into that. This is not a relationship (laughs) podcast. But what would you say? As far well, as I feel Abigail? like when you bring up these couple issues and dear Abigail or dear whatever, yes, that it makes it a relationship podcast. You you make me have to judge people's relationships. Well, no, you're just giving advice. What advice? Would what you advice give? do you have well, besides I'll, the house hunters? What advice do you think? I'm asking you. What advice do you think you would give this lady? What would you tell her? What would you tell she her? should have never moved in with him if he doesn't like pets. She should have never moved in with him. No, or gotten engaged. Okay, all right. If she loves her pets, unless she can let her pets go, then that's fine. Okay. If if if, if the living human being that she's going to marry is right. more important, she can let the pets go. This is what I would say. This is what I would say. 
Mm-hmm. Lady, get rid of your cats. Okay. Okay. See, there you go. We agree. Get, get rid of your cats. Okay. <laughs> and then right after, okay, right after the lady gets rid of her cats, the guy should dump her. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what should happen. Diplomatic community, I said what I said. Hmm. I said what I said, guys. I said what I said, okay? She should, he should tell her, you need to get rid of those cats. And immediately, with the G, as soon as she gets rid of the cats, he needs to dump her, okay? Well, that's, that's exactly, just stupid that's exactly, that's exactly what needs to happen. But anyway, that's guys. That's stupid. You know what? Your words hurt, okay? Why would you make her get rid of her cats and that, then dump her? That's, that's stupid. Listen, that, that's that's why I said if he doesn't like the cats, don't word, even date it. Your words hurt, Gary. No wonder why we're together. You're, we completely agree. Ain't nobody got time for that. We're running out of time. <laughs> we're out of time. We're out of time, Gary. Do you have any final thoughts? You're do you crazy. Have any, do you have any final thoughts? Yes, Gary? I do. Yes. Cherish the time with your loved ones and love them while they're here. There you go. There you go. And I will leave you with this. Life is about the journey, not the destination. So roll down the windows, turn up the music, and enjoy the ride. We love y'all. We will see you in two weeks. Fair skies, blue skies, and a tailwind. You're on board flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.